Hey, Michelle. Hi, Greta. How's it going? I'm good. I'm excited that we're finally recording us filming this podcast on a Zoom call. Yes, this is like our first time actually trying to be actual Formula One influencers. I don't know, you know, just something about what happened this past weekend really just did it for me. (laughs) Yeah, I think Tarte Cosmetics needs to hit my line, so... Yeah, I'm going to start doing my makeup. I'm going to start doing my makeup on like TikToks and just talking about, oh my God, wait, that's actually brilliant. Why don't we do race week recap on (laughs) TikTok while we do our makeup? That's, yeah, that's kind of iconic. That's an idea. A little get ready with me while I watch the uh, Miami GP. Okay, but that's literally me doing my nails during every single race. (laughs) Yeah, I would subscribe. Oh, thank you. Um, but before we get too carried away, I'm Greta. I'm Michelle. And this is Racing Recap. We are a Formula One podcast for the girlies, really. And the girlies only. Truly. So today we're going to be talking about the very exciting, very hyped, very expensive Miami GP. Which we were not in attendance, but we wish we could be. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm ever going to be in attendance to that GP, surely because of how expensive it is. Like, it is absolutely insane. But do you think you would be more likely to go to Austin? Oh, yeah, totally. Austin seems like... Las Vegas is not even in the picture. No, no, Austin, I mean, sorry, um, Miami and Las Vegas seem so just, like, out of reach Um, there's just no way in hell. Like, those are really for celebrities and for, like, people with very, very deep pockets. And I am unfortunately not there yet. But Austin does seem like a lot of fun. And I totally, absolutely regret not even trying to get tickets this year. Yeah. Miami was so star-studded. They had Tom Cruise. They had Serena and Venus Williams. They had Roger Federer. I love that. They had the Jonas Brothers. (laughs) they have Roger... Did they have Roger Federer? Was that Roger Federer? <laughs> Literally, do not talk to me. What that was honestly kind of the highlight. <laughs> when when I saw that, I was like, oh, I know someone is gonna have two cents to say because I instantly clocked it. I instantly was like, oh, this is not Roger Federer. What are they freaking doing? And um, I was like, oh, I know, I know, a little, a little someone is gonna have a thing or two to say about it because it just, it was so funny. Um, I watched the race with my friends and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, oh, you don't know the lore. <laughs> no, I. I thought that was so funny because I was watching the race. I was watching the replay. So I was charging my computer mouse because it was mm-hmm. out of battery. And I literally, I unplugged that mouse just so I could rewind. I was like, <laughs> that is literally not Roger Federer. That is literally Jane Snarston, who I love, you know, 27, 27 dresses. Mm. Um, he was he was in Dead to Me. He was so good in that too. I really want to watch Jury Duty, which I once says is like really good too. But that is not Roger Federer. I truly, I was like, it's not him, but I also did not know who it was. So (laughs) that's my extent and knowledge as to like celebrities. Like I low-key kind of feel like Max where they're like, oh, who's your favorite celebrity? And I'm like, I literally do not know. My favorite celebrity has to be like, at the moment, has to be like some F1, no, just kidding. It's Taylor Swift. Why am I lying? I'm lying. I'm blatantly looking at this camera and lying. (laughs) Your honor. (laughs) Your honor, she is lying. But, okay, so 
we have a couple agenda items that we need to discuss before we get deep into Miami. First, starting off with what happened last week. No, yeah, sometime last week. The Met Gala. Which we briefly mentioned last week. But there was some very, very good content involving Danny Rick, who looked so happy to be there. Oh, my God. He looked absolutely amazing. But really, honestly, what stuck the, what like stole the show was him meeting the Princess of Genovia and Hathaway. And the videos that we got following that little meet moment was just the fact that Anne Hathaway is a Formula One girly. And I just need to know what team <laughs> she roots for, like desperately. Anne Hathaway, the woman that you are, when she came up to Danny Rick, she's like, oh, you know, a huge fan of F1. I died. She was like, oh, Danny Rick, I'm a huge fan of F1. I was like, who, who? I need to know who, ma'am. I need to know who. <laughs> who do you see her um, cheering for? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, oh, I'm like, I don't, I, all of a sudden, I don't see the ring on her finger anymore. Kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but could you imagine the power the international implications oh no that would be absolutely insane but i must say heidi is an absolute adorable human and i just i can't i can't i can't do that heidi is so pretty and i i love their relationship i love how lucky it is yes they're adorable but um who do you see and Hathaway's like who who's her team? Who is she rooting for on Sundays? I think Mercedes. You see her as a Mercedes? I was gonna say Mercedes or like a Ferrari, one or the other. <laughs> because she's so us. She's just like us for real for real. No, I yeah, I don't see her being a Red Bull fan. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what what gives you the impression? Was it Elon Musk in the garage or Oh my god, yeah, it was Elon Musk in the garage. Elon Musk, ugh, this, this, my, this, okay, the Miami GP was literally, it was created for influencers, and it was created for giant, like, tech fucking nerds to go to. Literally. Yeah, it was tech bros and a bunch of influencers, which actually make great couples, so very iconic in that regard. <laughs> Wait, do you know that one TikTok of, her name is Simone Ashley, right? She plays the Kate Sharma in Bridgerton season two. Yes. She went to one of the races and then she left with this very hot man who's in charge of some motorsport thing. It's like, okay. iconic. Truly iconic. That's the recipe to becoming a wag, apparently. The way I see her. Like, I see you. It's so iconic. No, yeah. I I was like, okay. I see the vision executed to perfection, truly. Um, This race was just an absolute shit show. Everything about it. Like, we were talking a little bit before. Everything about this race just made me, like, realize how hard formula one is pushing to like have an american presence but i truly do not feel like they need to go this hard you know they absolutely don't i don't know what is happening i i really don't (laughs) does anyone can can we talk about the literally the corniest intro you've ever seen we have an entire orchestra for the drivers and fucking ll cool j 
okay again the track. no offense to LL Cool J but like it is just so fucking funny how like you compare this race to Silverstone where there are literally people camping out in like buggies and in like actual like tents it's just like it's it's crazy i i don't know if it's just like all sporting events in the u.s well granted a lot of sporting the a lot of sporting events in the u.s are like this and have this level of like fanfare and this level of hype to them i'm thinking like you know the super bowl and all that but i feel like formula one doesn't need to give all that Mm -hmm. it was a little bit pandering it was a little bit like, oh, this is for the locals. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The Miami GP is for the locals. That's why the like the, there's like three races that I would love to go to. And that is Emila, Spa, and Silverstone. I can tell that you've given this a lot of thought. I have given this a lot of thought. I have given this actually a lot of thought and maybe like one in Japan. I think that would be like my like absolute favorite. Like I don't care for Monaco. Oh, I feel like the energy at Suzuka is. Mm. Yes. Like Japanese Formula One fans are literally like top tier category. Same <laughs> with um, in Mexico that last last year. The Mexican yes. race last year, the like amphitheater that only took up like half, like one section of like the track, and it was like during a chicane. Like that was absolutely beautiful. I was like, I want to be there. Mexican fans and Japanese fans, they literally go so fucking hard, and I love it. They're just there for a good time, a good fun, silly mm-hmm. time. Um, the fits this, um. This race were actually pretty fucking interesting. Michelle, did you see Charles Leclerc's fucking cloud pants? I did see those. I, I have to be honest, I saw an uh, Instagram reel about it, but I okay. didn't even know it was from Miami because I feel like he has worn those fucking pants or very similar pants to so many yeah. races. Why is that his signature? Yeah. I actually hate that that's his signature. This man is like, I'm gonna, like, <laughs> okay, so you know how, like, I actually you know how that. in like girl like TikTok or like whenever you're like you're getting your like fits together you're like oh little top big pants big pants <laughs> little top I feel like Charles is like simple top fun pants like Charles is like the fun pants guy <laughs> he's like oh like I'm Charles just wearing loves fun pants he loves a fun pant moment like he's like I'm just wearing like you know my Ferrari shirt I gotta put some fun pants with it like my jacket is too simple I need the fun pants charl loves a fun pants moment i don't understand why he feels the need to do this but then the next day he showed oh no like that same day i don't he showed up with like the red on red looking like a teletubby i was offended that was criminal you, you didn't like that no those red pants have to go the red pants and then the jeans <laughs> with like the red and yellow striped on the side like i get it you have the longest contract of ferrari you don't need to constantly remind me like you've already secured the bag it's okay maybe we know we know maybe we know it's totally i just i don't know i don't know (laughs) he needs a stylist i'm sorry this man needs someone get this man a stylist this man needs a kika kika and (laughs) um pierre's outfits this weekend were literally slay slay Mm -hmm. 
they were matching and they looked fucking adorable and after the race he like went to like there's like a cute little moment where he's like kissing her i was like i'm fucking dying it was so cute they looked adorable this race um lewis <laughs> had that sequence that purple sequence jumpsuit which like i was so fucking here for it you were yeah oh my god it was giving me jeweled it really was. I, I wanted the little like. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I was fucking shirt. obsessed with the high, little high ways. It was everything. It was really cool. It was it was giving me um, Missy Elliott in the nineties. Oh yeah. If you know, you know. Um, but honestly, the real star of the show, the like the real <laughs> real star of the show this weekend. The effects that Miami has on Carlos signs need to be studied on an international level. Like, the sleigh was of <laughs> international magnitude. Oh, my God. It was such a good... It was... He was just serving. He was serving so much that in the post <laughs> quali okay it was post quali the cameraman gave us a slowed down version of him just walking and michelle whenever i saw that i literally gasped i was like like you don't understand it took my actual breath away it was not okay you had I heart palpitations it, like if i had one of those like watch like apple watches telling me like how my mouth like yeah, it was not okay. It'd be like great workout. Um, I literally made it into a stupid little TikTok and I just posted it like on my private TikTok and tell me why 672 people have saved that video and it's a video of me recording the fucking TV. I was like, oh, these the girlies that know know. As they fucking should because he was looking so fine. He was giving us wat pad cover styled by Taylor Swift realness. It was amazing truly like i was like what what is it about this fucking like in last year too he was also slaying there's something in the water miami there's really something in the water because this man is usually so unphotogenic but then literally (laughs) every single photo every single video i saw of him this weekend fucking gorgeous which he is but it just doesn't always he just doesn't always seem that way in pictures yeah and i was here too he doesn't always slay, but I don't know, something about it this weekend was doing it. I'm looking at this camera and like, I'm so green right now. It's not even funny. I look like fucking Kermit, which is not an issue, but it's hard being green sometimes. <laughs> All right, let's get to this fucking qualification and then this race because there are things that happened. Okay, so... In all transparency, I'm outing you right now. Michelle didn't watch Quali until after I begged her to watch it. And... Come on. <laughs> I watched Quali live. Um, I've gotten okay. into this, like... I've gotten into this, like, fun little habit. This fun little, like, wellness habit. Where I will watch um, P2, P3, and Quali, if I have the time, on the treadmill. Let me tell you, I'm fucking dying half the time. It is a miserable <laughs> existence. But whenever I saw Charles Leclerc fucking spin out, girl, that was brutal. I was like, oh, Michelle needs to watch it. She's gonna fucking have a heart attack. <laughs> the way I literally screamed, because they basically <laughs> filled him that entire lap, right? You know, when they just follow yeah. a car for the entire lap. So I was so fucking into it. Was it was looking so fucking good. I was like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then 
he spun out. I literally screamed. My mom ran into the room. She was like, oh, my God. I thought something was, like, actually wrong. I'm like, it is. There is something actually quite wrong. No, it actually is. Something's actually very, very wrong. No, it was brutal. And, like, they were, oh, my God. The beginning of the lab just looked so fucking promising. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, I don't know. Okay, but whenever we met, we met prior to you watching it. And you were like, oh, is this, like, Monaco 2.0? And I was like, <laughs> Because she was hyping it up so much. You were hyping it up so much. You're like, oh, you have to watch qualifying. Like, oh, it's like a good one. I'm like, okay, like what fucking happens here? It was a good quality. It was kind of Monaco 2.0 because we had Checo on pole, um, Alonzo second, and then Carlos on third. Like Charles DNFing really kind of set us up for a very, very interesting Sunday. Yeah. Because Max fucked up his first flying lap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, so did Charles. Yeah. <laughs> and both of them were not able to complete another one. So, but then it just happened. I don't know. Something about Max Verstappen starting from ninth or, you know, or wherever the fuck else on the grid. Why does that almost make me more confident that he's going to win? How does that math work? To be honest, Max can probably start from 20th and, like, at least get top three. Like, has he not already done that? I don't know if he's ever been in a position to be in 20th. I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's ever I don't know that, I don't know that Toro Russell was ever as much of a shitbox as Alphatari is now, to be honest. Alphatari's so bad. Oh my god, I got into, like, the random rabbit hole of, like, trying to find, um, old merch and I was trying to find an old Toro Rosso hat because I want one. Um, because I saw one of the guys from the Red Flags podcast have one, and I was like, that's kind of fucking dope. Like, that's so niche. That's niche and kind of pretentious <laughs> to be like, oh, I have a Toro Rosso hat. Oh, you've never heard of them? You're not a real fan, you know? So I've been, like, looking into getting one, and they're fucking expensive, and they're all only on eBay, and I'm kind of salty. I might get one. Who knows? Um, that's so funny. But point is, qualifying set us up for, like, a good old grand fun time. I did a bit because Hamilton also had a very bad qualifying. He yeah. was out in P2. Actually, yeah. I mean, yeah, Q2. Actually, for a second, it looked that both Mercedes could be out in Q1, which I thought was what you were hyping up qualifying to be because you're, oh. the way you were hyping it up so much, I was like, no, I literally do not tell me that Mercedes is out in it's Q1. It's crazy. It's crazy. This, this race kind of like made me realize like, how much Mercedes and Ferrari have actually truly, like, dropped in the rankings. Like, yeah. truly ro- dropped in the rankings. Like, we were... I say we. Like, <laughs> like if we were part of the team, I sound like <laughs> one of those dads that's, like, screaming at the TV whenever they're playing, like, um, football or whatever. No, but um, Mercedes and Ferrari were actually, like, up there fighting with the Red Bulls. It was actual competition, and now we're like we're cheering overtakes when we're cheering whenever we're overtaking like Haas like that is a criminal and that is an issue they really don't even talk to me about that <laughs> then what that little Charles and like Nico what, no, was it Charles and Nico no it was Charles and K-Mac when they were like overtaking each other yeah. for those like a couple laps it was criminal like also, side note, the bar where I watched the race at, 
zero Ferrari fans. Zero really? Ferrari fans. Not a single Ferrari fan. Was it all Checo? Yes. Everybody was a Checo fan. <laughs> Everyone was a Checo fan. I was like, this is... Oh, and Alonzo. Checo and Alonzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the return of the fucking king, dude. You can't tell me it's not. <laughs> um, but okay, so race day starts. And like Michelle mentioned... What, did you mention it? I don't, I don't know. But we get, like, the corniest introduction to the drivers, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and why do we have Logan Sargent making a little, little siege? And I thought everyone was going to do it, but it turns out every single other driver walked out and they didn't do it. Do what? He like, took the mic and he said something. Oh. Tell me why I did not hear that. Film. It was his hometown hero moment, except... The amount of pressure that man was under was kind of criminal, (laughs) truly. All for everyone to just be cheering for Checo instead. I think Checo is actually the real hometown hero of Miami. No, honestly. Like, it's... (laughs) I felt so bad. Like, I think there was... Okay, during Quali, I think there was a video that came out and it looked like... um, like Logan was crying and I was like, this is kind of sad, but like also don't what? care. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just like I'm like like crying, like actually crying or crying. Yeah, like... no, it looked like he was crying in his car and then he like brought down his visor and I was like, What's wrong? <laughs> is it cause you drive a Williams? <laughs> it was so bad. Oh my god. So the introductions were absolute just insanity there was a plethora of celebrities yeah they panned to serena venus williams during the intro that was a sleigh <laughs> that was a sleigh i loved just I was, seeing I was, serena at the races i remember she was at oh, austin yeah. in 2021 oh yeah absolutely Absolutely. I um I watched the race with my friends and they were like, are all races like this? Like, it was a very interesting race. So this is the first time they've ever watched a race. It was very interesting for me to show them like this one because one, the starting grid positions were absolutely fucking shit show. Two, there was no DNFs, which hasn't happened since, I guess, 2001 or something like that. Or no, 2021, which hasn't happened since 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and the introduction, like, they were introducing each driver one by one, which I thought was fucking hilarious. And I made my friends little cheat sheets. I'll probably, I'll send you the notes I sent them. Um, a the notes timer. Are, yeah, the notes are hilarious because, like, I annotated over, like, the driver's photos. And I was like, okay, this is who each person is. And then when they were, like, presenting them one by one, they had their notes out. And they were like, oh, this is the one that wants to be a chef. And I'm like, Yuki, yes, correct. <laughs> it was so much fun but the, okay so the race itself what was your take on it how did you feel about it i thought it was interesting okay. um i hated seeing leclerc struggle and just be so stuck in the middle of the field yeah um i don't know it was interesting seeing Checo and max kind of play their little chess game throughout but i was pretty confident max was gonna take it whatever happened yeah especially during the middle of the race when uh max was on older tires and then checo was on newer tires but then the gap just like maintained or like even grew at sometimes i was like okay okay like 
there got to, we got to a point where Max was like 23 laps in on old hards. He started out with hards. Right. He was on old hards, like 23 laps in, 24 laps in, 25 laps in. And his lap times were just getting faster and faster and faster. I was like, holy shit. This man is out here with something to prove. Like, all of this talk about, oh, could he potentially have, like, a competitor in Checo? Like, Mm -hmm. could Checo potentially, like, be at the top of, like, the standings for a World Driver Championship? Max was like, no. I'm going to shut all of this down right now. (laughs) And I'm going to tell y'all how it really be. (laughs) He was not here for it. It was insane. Like, um... I was, I described him like a shark where like whenever he's in hunting mode, he's just kind of like just going and going and taking out driver by driver. That, okay, my overtake of the day right now, getting it out of the way, that double overtake by Max was criminal. Like while Magnuson and Leclerc were fighting each other <laughs> and Magnuson still like overtook Leclerc too. <laughs> <laughs> And how did that make you feel? Oh, loved it. Truly. It was brutal. It was brutal. Um, And then, like, honestly, there was a lot of, like, really fun overtake moments. A lot of, like, back and forth, especially with the Ferraris. Um, But it was really kind of Max's, like, race just overall. The gap was absolutely insane. I found it. Oh, so, okay, so they were showing it on the screen, right? And on my phone, I was watching, like, the map, like, the track map and how the cars were moving um, around the track, obviously. And <clears throat> whenever I saw Max lap Sergeant and then Max lap DeVries, I was like, oh, it's game over. Like, we're not. Yeah. This is just, this is so sad. And, like, the gap was just growing and growing between him and Checo. I was like, there's no way in hell Checo is ever going to make that time up. And then during those last couple final laps, when um, Max finally pitted, he got on those mediums, and then was trading like a little bit, not really trading back and forth with Checo, but like the first attempt didn't go well, and Checo defended. The second attempt <laughs> was unstoppable. It was brutal. Yeah, it it's really that Thanos means like he truly is inevitable. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> are we kind of like, is this season already done? Like, are we done with the season? Like, there's no way. Like, are we done? <laughs> I think it was done before it started. But... No, truly. Like, I'm pretty sure. God, not another boring season of Formula One. <laughs> I'm oh, exhausted. we were the way we were so spoiled by 2021, and we didn't even really watch it. I know. I didn't. We didn't know how good it was until. Like now, no. How do you know you're in the good old days when you're in the good old days? No, because 2022 was like fucking awful. I mean, it just Max won. Like that was it. Period in the story, um, and he kind of won like very early on, and I feel like we're gonna repeat the same this year. Yeah, I mean that's how it is a lot of the time. I think actually, to be honest. No, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the same thing when, like, when Lewis was 
completely dominating. We got the same exact thing, right? Like, um, there were, like, memes where it was, like, oh, and then Lewis went, like, this race would start, be, like, lights out, and away we go, and then Lynn Lewis wins the blank GP because he was just, like, fucking crushing it. Um, mm-hmm. But it was Lewis. It wasn't Max. That's the difference that I would like to point out. <laughs> okay. My tier, my ranking of like the drivers is really, really interesting. I'll just have you know, it's very like you know, uh huh, uh huh. Like, you say like, as yeah. you're wearing an LA forty four, I know t shirt that she got off of SD. I love it. The it's sellers pretty. actually really cool. They have like really um like Formula One, but make it subtle. You know, not very like in your face. But in the same time, I have like a giant Lewis Hamilton face on my bag, so. Yes. It'd be like that. Um, Michelle, what was your overtake of the day? I kind of like jumped into that. I mean, it has to be Max Verstappen on uh, Leclerc and Magnussen. Um, Unfortunately, the only other one, which I was also very impressed by, was Hamilton on Leclerc. That was a little bit towards the end of the race, and that was a little bit. You said like, unfortunately Ooh. impressed. How was yeah. that unfortunate? Just because it just made me so sad for Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Literally having the worst time of his life. It was awful. Oh my god! It was there even okay. So my radio of the day is not even on the track. My radio day was off the track. When did you see that little gossip session between Carlos and Charles after the race? I uh, saw them talking. I don't know what they were talking about. Um, they were later interviewed in the post-race interviews, and Charles was just talking about how like the car was just like almost like vibrating. <laughs> And like it was just absolutely abysmal to drive. And then they interview mm-hmm. Carlos, and Carlos like laughs, and he goes, "Oh, he he told you guys, okay? So let me continue to spill the tea." I think they're both just like they're fed up. I honestly, <laughs> like looking back, I have no idea how um, like Schumacher did it driving with Ferrari. Yeah. give the man his flowers because clearly he was doing the fucking impossible driving with a team that's like stabbing themselves in the back <laughs> totally not bitter Ferrari fan <laughs> at all no over I'm not here. a bitter Ferrari fan at all <laughs> no not at all I'm not even a Mercedes fan I'm just a fan of Lewis mm-hmm. oh because <laughs> you fucking real. hate George Russell they fucking hate George Russell oh my god somebody else called George Russell a menace went at the at the bar I was at. <laughs> I was like, people know. They know he's a menace. I, I'm, I'm happy that... The you were spreading the word? Spread. Yeah. It was very, very good. No, there was a funny moment on the radio when, towards the end of the race, George was like, oh, we're that close to Paris? And and then his race engineer was like, no, that's Nick DeVries. Or whoever the fuck it was. It was some back marker. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, oh, fly me. I was going to say. <laughs> he didn't fly say fly me. me. I don't think he said fly me in that moment, but I no, think but he, he said, did it. He head. said another very British thing, though. No, I know. I talked, we're talking about He said something else, and I was like, oh, this man is white. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
uh, over ticket of the day, reader of the day, dun dun dun, driver of the day. Who was your? Okay, so I actually voted because I watched it live. You participated in the FIA democracy. Yes, I did my part. Um, my driver of the day. I'm so sorry, but it was Max. It has to be. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if I were going to say something else. I thought we were going to say something else. No, but it was absolutely Max. And, like, what solidified it was after he won, he gets out of his fucking car and he points to that number one. And I was like. <laughs> and, like, my friends were like, what the fuck? Like, what? what is the significance of that? And I was like, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> let me sit you down real quick and tell you this tea. <laughs> Why is that kind of so hot of him? No, it really was. It was like, oh, oh y'all talking shit. <laughs> thinking that like this wasn't gonna happen i I am truly inevitable stop so let me remind you who's number one i was thinking about that though i was like thinking to myself if i won a formula one world championship would i change my number Mm -hmm. to one yes greta would you yes Yeah. yeah Wait, did Lewis? I mean, you you only get no. He's always been forty four. He d- he's always been forty four, hasn't he? Wow, humble king. Ah! No, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? Every single driver, except for Lewis, apparently. Mm. I, that's interesting to see. Actually, I'm curious now. Mm. I feel like I have to look it up. Um. No. Yeah, I definitely would. I definitely would change my number to one, for sure. Because like. First of all, you don't know if you're only going to win world champion once. So why not mm-hmm. fucking go all out for it, you know? Next year, a rookie might come along and fucking demolish you. Max Verstappen. You know, you're the only person who gets to do it. Might as well fucking do it. Right? Flex on them. Jeez. <laughs> and like, Unless you really love your number. Yes. But like, Unless you can still really get it back. A lot to you. It's not like it's gone. Yeah. It's not like it's gone forever. You can still get your number back, you know? And the same way that, like, Danny Rick still has three. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to see whose mm-hmm. driver numbers mean a lot to them. And then some people are like, oh, I want this number, but then it was taken. So I want this other mm-hmm. number, but that was taken too. So if you mm-hmm. add one to the number I actually wanted as my second choice, that's my that's my driver number. Yeah. It's like, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. I, I truly... I truly love Pierre. Pierre's number is 10. Um, typically in um, football and soccer, um, number 10 is like the like the one that really sets up the game. They're like, they play like a center position. Like Messi is 10. And mm-hmm. I guess Pierre, big soccer fan, so he picked 10, like Messi. I and I was like, that's actually really, really <laughs> cool. Yeah. And like the, the signs' number is like the S and the S. Uh, mm-hmm. Carlo S. Signed. Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Um, oh yeah, some of the drivers, there's like foresight. Other drivers are like literally whatever number was available. Thank you very much. I just want to be a Formula One driver, <laughs> which I also respect. That's really me coded. <laughs> yeah. What would your driver number be? It would actually be Nick DeVries' number 21. I've thought about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't deserve Why do 21? I kind of want 21 too? <laughs> oh, we're going to have to fight for it. I love that number. Or it could be 12. That's a good number too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I love the number 21. I don't know. It's the day of my birthday. Oh, I know. So. Why. Yeah. 
Oh, is it Taylor for the... Oh, yeah. No, I also just think it's silly goofy yeah. that 3 times 7 is 21. I don't know why. It just 3 times 7 being 21 is hilarious. It just doesn't make sense It scratches to me. I your know. brain. I don't... It does. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? I think that's it. All right. Did we do it? What are we doing next week? There's no race next week, unfortunately. The next race is going to be... Emma in two weeks time yes 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 so we will just be splurting out our usual bullshit i don't know driver fashion oh so here for it i need to block out driver slays do you want to talk about drivers i need to block out like four hours to do adequate research on this topic it's very serious we can also talk about wag slays we haven't talked about the wags in a while <laughs> No, I love me some wag gossip. It's my favorite kind of gossip. But at the same time, has there been a lot of gossip recently besides Taylor Swift? No. Yeah. No, it's been a little bit slow. Well, I mean, okay, I was going to say, like, Lewis Hamilton might have a girlfriend, but he's literally, like, every other week he's dating a new supermodel. So, like, I mean, it, whatever. I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I mean... Wasn't it a couple weeks ago, there was rumors like, oh, like, Lewis has got a girlfriend. And it's a video of him in a hot tub with his friends, and there's, like, a woman next to him. I'm like, yeah, that's not Lewis Hamilton having a girlfriend. That's Lewis Hamilton in a hot tub with his friends with a model next to him. Yes. You know? Like, that's not, that's not. (laughs) No, no. I need concrete proof. (laughs) It's been a minute since we've seen Lewis and his girlfriend era. Yeah. He's he's very international playboy. He's it's giving it's giving international <laughs> playboy. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well that is it for us. Michelle, where can people find us? People can find us at Race Week Recap on Twitter, Instagram, and da 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 TikTok, which some very exciting things will be coming your way. And you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. We will see y'all next week with another Silly Goopy episode on and off week. And the week after that, we will see you with Emma, one of my favorite races. Bye. Bye. Bye.